Hey, thanks so much for checking out this week's message. Hey, before we jump into the message, I just want to invite you to come and be a part of Zoe Leadership College starting this fall. You can come in person or join us with our online program. We'd love to have you be a part of ZLC, Zoe Leadership College. Go to our website, zoechurch.org, and get all the information. But come on, let's check out this week's message. All right, take your Bible, go to John chapter 7, John chapter 7, we're going to jump in. We are concluding our series that we're in about the Holy Ghost. Touch somebody in your house next to you and just say, the Holy Spirit is here. Tell somebody in your home, we are about to have a Holy Ghost, I was going to say party, but you know, some of you are probably in your pajamas, in your sweats, you don't feel like partying. You're just like, bro, preach the word. Okay, okay, I'm getting to it. John chapter seven, let's jump in. Okay, let me read these verses. John seven, verse 37. On the last and greatest day of the festival, oh, I can't wait to party in 2021. I don't know if it's gonna happen in 2020, but 2021, we're gonna have festivals again. On the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. I like that right there. Let's just pause. Let anyone who is thirsty come to me. In other words, he didn't say if you are privileged, if you are a certain bank account, if you are doing well, come to me. He said, no, anybody that's thirsty, we live in a land that is dry and thirsty. And we want to declare at Zoe Church, let anyone who is thirsty come to God. It doesn't matter what you're wearing. doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter the color of your skin. It doesn't matter what you've done, what you've touched, what you've looked at, or what you've smoked. Let anyone who is thirsty come to Jesus. Let anyone, he says it with a loud voice. I think he's saying it with a loud voice to let all the religious people know this is not some cute kumbaya just for us uppity, uppity religious people. Let anybody that's thirsty come to me. He says, let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. By this he meant the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were later to receive. Up to that time, the Spirit had not been given since Jesus had not yet been glorified. He's speaking of the Holy Spirit. He said, with the Holy Spirit, when you come to Jesus and receive the gospel inside of you, rivers of living water, the Spirit of God will dwell within you. And all of a sudden, he said, now it says that that hadn't happened yet. Because Jesus was not glorified yet. In other words, this happened at this festival. He made this announcement before he died on the cross for the sins of the world. But once Jesus did that, and he died on the, on the cross for the sins of the world, he ushered in a new era. And that new era is marked by the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of Jesus. And when Jesus died on the cross... He allowed us to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And that gift of the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of us. It is rivers of living water flowing. I want to tell you right now, you don't have some old 
gunky, icky water flowing in you. You've got new rivers. You've got the rivers of God flowing in your life like a mighty rushing river. The Holy Spirit is working in your life. Come on, in the chat right now, just thank God that inside of you, because of the gospel, because of the good news of Jesus, rivers of living water are flowing in you. I want to preach a message today. Write down the title. If you're taking notes, it's called Essential Business Only. I like that title, Essential Business Only, because the reality is right now, did you see Texas? Texas had to take some steps backwards in their, you know, phases. I don't know if you saw Florida. Florida's like, yo, we had to shut the whole thing down. COVID's going crazy. Here in Los Angeles, we are a long way from gathering physically. We're going to just be digitally because the reality is it is essential business only. I got to be honest. I'm really grateful for some of the essential businesses that are operating right now. The supermarket, thank God that the grocery store is open. Thank God that there are some restaurants that we can pull up and get some food from. Thank God that the hospitals are still open. There are some essential businesses that are operating. Some things are closed because they're non-essential, but only the essential things are open. I want to tell you what's not closed down during COVID-19. I want to tell you what's not shut down right now in this season of your life. The Holy Spirit is moving. The Holy Spirit is active. The Holy Spirit is open for business. He is moving in you like a mighty rushing river. I saw this great commercial and it was like graduations are not shut down. It was like this family in the driveway and they've got one graduate and they're celebrating. Birthday parties have not been shut down. Like they're celebrating birthday over the Zoomer and they, you know, it's via Zoom and there's like a piece of cake. And they said, it showed this baby and first words are not delayed because of COVID-19. It shows this little cute baby and it's saying the first words and it was basically saying the things that are not shut down. I want to just add one more to the list. The Holy Spirit is not shut down. The Spirit of Jesus is not closed down. No, the Spirit of God is alive. The Spirit of God is well and the Holy Spirit lives in you and it's moving and it's active and it's operating like a mighty rushing river because God wants to speak to you. God wants to lead you. God wants to do something on the inside of you. And God, even in addition to that, wants to do something through your life. Essential business only. Some things are closed down until this pandemic ends. Other things are essential for life to keep on moving forward. The Spirit of God is alive and active, moving in your life, talking to you, encouraging you, because God is not waiting for a pandemic to end to move in your life. God is actually using some protests and a pandemic to do a mighty work in your life. So come on, let's pray together today and let's believe that the Holy Spirit will come and do what only the Holy Spirit can do today. Jesus, we thank you that you are glorified, that you did die on that cross for our sins. And so we are aware and we are thanking you that you love us, you're with us, you're for us. And we pray today, God, that you will help us understand the activity of the Holy Spirit in our world. We need you, we love you, And we depend upon you. We thank you, God, for Zoe Church. Do something awesome in Jesus' name. And everybody said together, amen. Cheers to that. I will drink to that this Sunday.
amen and amen. I'm going to give you five things to write down if you're taking notes. Write down the first one. The Holy Spirit is in you for you, and it's on you for others. He is in you for you, but he is on you for others. So the first role of the Holy Spirit is to work inside of you. Remember the Holy Spirit. He is your great reminder. He is your comforter. He is your convictor. He is the one that leads you into all truth. The Holy Spirit is in you for you. That's why I don't get worried about people. People are like, man, so-and-so's gone off the deep end. So-and-so's not doing good. So-and-so, you know, has just lost their mind. I, I Listen, I don't get worried too much about people because the Holy Spirit is the greatest pastor in the world. Some people are like, yo, that person's a great great pastor or so-and-so is an unbelievable. I'll tell you who the greatest pastor in the whole world is. The Holy Spirit is the greatest pastor on the planet. And the Holy Spirit works the day shift, the night shift, the morning shift, the afternoon. He is always working in you. He works in your life. He is reminding you of the call that's on your life. He's leading you into truth, not into the lies and deception. He is comforting you in your pain. He is reminding you of the call that's on. I want to tell you the Holy Spirit is is in you for you. If you're going through a hard time right now and you're going through a difficult season and you're going like 2020 has been the worst year of my life, don't you worry. There is something inside of you that is operating like a mighty rushing river. It's called the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is working in you for you because he knows what God has for your life. He knows the plans and the purposes of God. He knows that something big is coming in the future. And so the Holy Spirit does not abandon you. The Holy Spirit does not forsake you. When you go bad, the Holy Spirit goes good. When you get rebellious, the Holy Spirit gets kinder. The Holy Spirit is in you for you. I don't know about you, but I need a comforter in 2020. I don't know about you, but I need a convictor in this season of how good God is. I need somebody that will lead me into all truth when I don't know which way is up or down. I need the Holy Spirit active in my life. The Holy Spirit is in me for me, but he is on me for others. Jesus walks into a church on a Sunday. He grabs the scroll of the prophet Isaiah and he reads a prophecy of himself. He says, the spirit of the Lord is on me because he's anointed me too. God has always anointed you to do something. God has anointed, the spirit of God is on you because God wants to do something in you and through your life. I want to tell you, whatever your parents did, that does not mean you're cursed. Whatever you did last year or last summer, it doesn't mean you're cursed. No, the spirit of God is in you and it's living water and the Holy Spirit is on you because he's got something for you to do while you're here on this earth. So he says, the spirit of God is on me because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, to set at liberty those who have been captive, to bind up the brokenhearted, to say to those that are oppressed, there is no more oppression, and to declare this is the acceptable, favorable year of the Lord. I want to tell you that the Holy Spirit is on your life, all over your life, because he actually wants you to build that business. He actually wants you to raise those children in the ways of the Lord. He actually wants you to walk into the liberty and the freedom that is in Christ Jesus. He doesn't want you to live bound to bitterness. He doesn't want you to live in oppression or depression. The Spirit of God is upon you because he's actually sent you into Los Angeles, into your cul-de-sac, into your community, into your workplace so you can actually set some people free. You have the anointing of the Holy Spirit on your life. You are so powerful. You are so graced. You are so anointed, not because you're so great, but because the Holy Spirit inside of you and on you is so great.
So the first thing you got to realize is that the Spirit of God is in me for me, but He's on me for others. So that when I walk into the mall, if it's open where you live, so when you walk into a restaurant, you've got something on your life that will help set people free, heal brokenhearted, bring good news to people that feel poverty-stricken in their bank account or in their soul. In fact, write down number two today. I love this. We need the gifts of the Spirit and the Spirit of the gifts. In other words, we don't walk into restaurants or walk into schools or walk into business and be like, ah, the gift of God is here. You guys are blessed because I'm carrying, you know, rivers of living water. I don't know if you knew this about me, but I am the anointed one. There's something in me and there's something on me. No, no, no. That's called arrogant Christianity. And ain't nobody got time for that. Somebody say amen. No, we're not walking in arrogance. We are walking in the gifts of the Spirit and the Spirit of the gifts. Watch the gifts of the Holy Spirit here in 1 Corinthians 12. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone, it is the same God at work. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one, there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom. To another, a message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by that one Spirit. To another, miraculous powers. To another, prophecy. To another, another distinguishing between spirits to another speaking in different kinds of tongues and still to another interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of one and the same spirit and he distributes them to each one just as he determines. So the gifts of the spirit are from the Holy Spirit and he gives to each one according to his will. So in other words, God's like, oh, you, I like you getting the gift of faith. I need you the gift of prophecy. I need you to operate in wisdom. I need you to operate in words of knowledge. And he gives to each one according to his will. It is the will of the Holy Spirit that you get supernatural power, that you get supernatural gifts. This is not ordinary human gifts. This is the gift that comes from God. I've got him working in me. I've got him working through me. It's called the power of the Holy Spirit. This might sound weird to you to have the Holy Spirit all over your life. But I want to tell you, you were born of the Spirit, you are full of the Spirit, and you have the gifts of the Spirit. Let me say it again. You are born of the Spirit of God, you are full of the Spirit of God, and you have the gifts that come from the Spirit of God. And the Bible says that the Holy Spirit distributes to each one according to His will. I don't know what Christmas morning looks like at your house, but every year at our house, we uh, choose a Santa. And every year, I'm kind of secretly hoping that I'm the Santa because I'm a very just person. I like order. And so I like each person getting one gift. And then we go like youngest to oldest and everyone gets to open their gift. And then I distribute another round of gifts. But I don't like, you know, one person having four gifts and this person having one gift. I like everybody getting something. The Holy Spirit distributes to each each one according to his will I need you to operate in this gift but I don't need you just to have the gift I need you to have the spirit of the gift 
This is found biblically in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 through 14. It really shows us, number one, the gifts of the Spirit. Number two, the Spirit of the gifts. And then in chapter 14, the governance, how these gifts should be governed in the church. But I love chapter 12 because it's like, here's the gifts. The Holy Spirit decides who gets what. Chapter 13, it's like, here's the spirit of the gift. It's called the spirit of Jesus, which is love. God doesn't do love. He is love. Look here in chapter 13. I love this. If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. Every time I read that scripture, I think of the movie Dumb and Dumber when the guy says, do you want to hear the most annoying sound in the whole world? I'll tell you the most annoying sound in the whole world is someone that has gifts, but doesn't have love. You want to hear something annoying? It's like a resounding gong. It's like a cymbal. I've got two-year-olds, four-year-olds, and six-year-olds when they get a hold of our pots and pans and they get some little drumsticks and they start pounding on those things it's the worst sound in the world the bible is saying when you have gift but you don't have love you're an annoying sound watch this chapter 13 again it says verse 2 if i have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge and if i have faith that can move mountains but do not have love i am nothing verse 3 if i give all i possess to the poor and give over my body to hard that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. We don't just need the gifts that come from the Holy Spirit. We need the spirit of the gifts. Why is the Holy Spirit seen symbolically as a dove? Because the Holy Spirit is loving, gracious, kind. And the Holy Spirit, which is the spirit of Jesus, is the spirit of love. So he gives us these gifts that are unbelievable. Gifts of prophecy, gifts of faith, gifts of miracles, all these gifts. But he only gives us so we can still operate in the spirit of the gift. Write down number three. I love this thought that coincides. Everywhere you go this week is somewhere Jesus wants to be. Why would Jesus give us his spirit on the earth? He says to his guys in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, I need you to wait here. I'm about to go back to heaven. I'm going to go back to the Father, but I need you to wait right here because you will receive power when the Holy Spirit... Why would God trust broken people like me and you with the power of God? Why would God bring the person, the presence, and the power of God into our lives? How in the world are we carrying the gospel, the presence of Jesus, and the power of God in our lives? We're born of the spirit full of the spirit and have the power of this why would he trust sinners that are broken like you and i i'll tell you why because everywhere you go jesus wants to go every i want to tell you when you step into your home jesus wants to step into that house when you step into your job jesus wants to step in that job when you step into zoe church jesus is one to step in that church jesus literally said it's it's to your advantage that i go away why because now i can dwell in you and every Everywhere you go, you're going to be my hands. Everywhere you go, you're going to be my feet. Everywhere you go, you're going to be representations of the power and the goodness of the gospel of Jesus Christ. God put his spirit in you and is operating through your life because you are a conduit and you're an ambassador of the good news of God. A couple years ago for Zoe conference, I think it was our second conference, this pastor couldn't make it to our conference. Man, I'm going to miss Zoe Conference this summer. Don't worry, 2021 will have the best Zoe Conference ever. 
And this pastor sent one of his associates and was really gracious. He sent like his right-hand guy and they even gave a gift to the conference. Uh, uh, they, they, they helped fund the conference. And the, the associate pastor showed up and, and he pulled me aside. He said, hey, my boss couldn't make it this year. Couldn't make Zoe Conference. But he sent me in his place. And we just want to let you know we love you. We're for you. We're with you. And so I'm just here representing my boss, letting you know that our church is with your church. When he said that and when he did that, I thought, how good is that boss that he didn't just send a text, but he sent somebody physically to represent him. Did you know that God loves the world so much that he didn't just send some social media posts, but he sent you into your workplace, into your neighborhood, into your cul-de-sac, into your community, because everywhere you go is a place Jesus wants to go. Everywhere you step your feet this week, Jesus is like, yep, I want to be in In-N-Out this week. Yep, well, In-N-Out drive through Come on, just track with me, people. We're in the midst of a pandemic. But everywhere you go is a place that God wants to go. Everything you do, you are carrying the love of Jesus Christ. And so he gives you these gifts to help prophesy or perform a miracle. God, God doesn't go like, um, you know, as soon as you get over this issue, then I'm really going to give you my power. No, he gives you the spirit in you and he puts the spirit on you so you can, while you're working out your salvation, you can still be used by God. God is not looking for perfect people that he can use. He's looking for available people that he can use. Anybody that would say, God, I know I'm not perfect. I know I don't know all the scriptures. I know I don't have the perfect attendance record, but Lord, if you want to show up in my home and you you want to show up at my workplace, you can run your spirit through my life and you can run your spirit on my life. Write down the next one. Oh, I love this. This cannot be purchased. It's grace. Acts 8 tells a beautiful story. And the, the guys in that are just starting a church, they've got the Holy Spirit and they come into this town and they give the Holy Spirit to these people. And one of the guys that's working the area is like, dang, the Holy Spirit is mad powerful. I want to operate in that power. Watch what the guys respond to him with. It says, and when Simon saw that through the laying on of the apostles' hands, the Holy Spirit was given, he offered them money saying, give me this power also that anyone on whom I lay hands on may receive the Holy Spirit. But Peter said to him, your money perish with you because you thought that the gift of God could be purchased with money. You have neither part nor portion in this matter for your heart is not right in the sight of God. Repent therefore of this your wickedness and pray God if perhaps that the thought of your heart may be forgiven for I see that you are poisoned by bitterness and bound by iniquity. Simon's probably just standing there like, yo, I just, I just wanted to ask you how much this amazing gift costs for me to be a part of. And now you're causing, you're calling my heart out for being bitter and poisoned. Like, bro, chill out. 
But the apostles recognized and they said, man, you need to understand something about the Holy Spirit. You cannot buy these gifts. It is only given by the grace of God. And he dumps his spirit out onto those that are hungry, onto those that have a pure heart, onto those that want to be used by God greatly on the earth. You cannot buy this gift. Zoe, I cannot encourage you enough. This gift from the Holy Spirit, these spiritual gifts that come from God, they cannot be bought. You can't square cash. You can't Venmo. You can't give somebody, throw somebody some money uh, through a debit card or credit card. It is not purchased by the amount of money you have. It is only given to people that are open and available and want to be used by God on this earth. He he will pour out his spirit on your life. That's why the Bible says in Joel chapter 2, in these last days, I will pour out my spirit. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. God wants to pour out his spirit and give us his gifts so we can operate in Los Angeles. We can operate around the world and we can display the power and the love of God. This power is not so we can be made look so awesome or great. It is not the branding of a church. It is for the glory of Jesus Christ. He wants to pour out his spirit and give you the spirit of God so you can operate in a power that cannot be purchased by man. Now, all of a sudden, you're going to be like, uh, I know my last name. I know where I live. I know what I've done, but I've got to give you a prophetic word. I know I'm not the greatest. I know I'm not the best, but I just got a word of knowledge. I know I'm not that awesome, but I just, I want to believe for a miracle that God is going to give you something that you never dreamt for. Come on, Zoe. We need people that will be filled with the spirit of Jesus so we can operate in these last days in the power of God. We need to be born of the spirit, full of the spirit with the power of the Holy Spirit. I know I'm yelling. I know I'm getting excited, but I just believe that we will not fulfill what God has for our life. And listen, if it was essential for the, for the, for the disciples when they started the church, it is essential for you and I in 2020 in the midst of pandemics and protests. We need the power of the Holy Spirit. We need the dunamai working of Jesus in our life. You can't buy it. You can't earn it. You can't deserve it. The Holy Spirit just goes through like Christmas morning and is like, yep, gift of hospitality. Yep, gift of tongue. Yep, gift of interpretation. Yep, gift of discernment. Yep, just I want to give you these gifts, not so that you look so great, but so that I look so great. I want to tell you, when you operate in the Holy Spirit, people will be wowed not by you. People will be wowed by God. This guy doesn't get the gift. Why? Because he wants to purchase it so he can look great. No, when you operate in the Spirit of God, he looks awesome. He looks big. He looks amazing. You can't earn this. You can't deserve it. Write down the last thought. It is my privilege to eagerly desire the gifts so that I can be a gift. It is my privilege. Last scripture we're going to look at today. Last scripture we're going to read. 1 Corinthians chapter 14. It says in verse 1, Follow the way of love and eagerly desire the gifts of the Spirit. Leave that verse up there on the screen. I want you to read this with me one more time, Zoe. Watch this. Follow the way of love. Why are we so mad in our culture right now? Because we are... We are outraged that people are following the way of hate and following the way of racism and following the way of injustice. No, no, no. Come on, Zoe. Follow the way of love. Follow the way of love and eagerly desire desire the gifts of the Spirit. 
I don't know what you've been eagerly desiring. May you've been eagerly desiring a vacation. May you've been, maybe you've been eagerly desiring to sit at a restaurant and be served. Maybe you've been eagerly desiring to get back to your fitness gym. I don't know what you've been eagerly desiring, but God is saying today to our church, I want you to eagerly desire the gifts of the Spirit. Come on, the gift of prophecy, the gift of words of wisdom, the gift of words of knowledge, the gift of miracles, the gift of faith. I want you to, come on, I don't want you just to have one of them. I want you to have all of them. This has been my prayer since I was a young man. Since my dad used to grab me to little summer camps and Bible camps and I would be there as an 8 year old, 10 year old, 12 year old and I'd be in these camps and I'd see people get filled with the Spirit and I'll never forget being a young man and saying, Holy Spirit saturate my life. Holy Spirit overwhelm me. Holy Spirit, I don't want just one of these gifts. I want all of the gifts because I want to go out into a dark broken world and I want to declare that God is real and I want to see displayed the power of God. I know God, I'm born of the Spirit. I know I'm full of your spirit but I declare right now I will be filled with the power of your spirit I don't know who I'm encouraging today I don't know who I'm preaching to but God's trying to get through a screen to tell you you're born of it you're full of it and the power of the Holy Spirit is available to you today it doesn't matter your past it doesn't matter what you've done it doesn't matter your last name it doesn't matter your bank account it doesn't matter what you've struggled with it doesn't matter what you're in bondage to the Spirit of God wants to free you he's in you for you but he's on you for others and some of you are broken right now. Some of you are filled with tears. Some of you, by the sound of my, my voice, the Holy Spirit is working in you because he's saying there's more. There's more for your life. I'm not done with you yet. I've got more for your future. I'm about to do a mighty rushing thing on the inside, but I'm about to use you in ways that you never dreamt. I'm about to do things through you you never imagined. Greater days are still to come. And I prophesy over Zoe Church that we will be a church that is filled with the Spirit of God. We will be so full that we'll be overflowing with the love of God. It is because the, the, the saturation of the Holy Spirit is in our, in our community. He's in our services. He's in our gatherings. He's in our homes. He's in our marriages. He's in our relationships. And we feel the overflowing. Can you see him? Can you see Jesus at the festival? I know we're like, yo, man, don't use festival words nowadays. South by Southwest, Coachella, everything's closed down. You can't talk about festivals. Okay, but let's just imagine just for one moment, Jesus is at a festival and he stands up and he uses a loud voice. Let anybody who's thirsty come to me. What's he saying? He's saying to all the broken people, Zacchaeus, get down from that tree. Woman with the issue of blood, come on and get yours. Blind Bartimaeus, are you thirsty? To all those who are thirsty, come to me and drink. And I will tell you, out of your life will flow rivers of living water. You're not bankrupt in your soul. And you're not bankrupt in your spirit. Because the power and the love of the Spirit of Jesus is at work in your life today. And he's actually working so well and so strong in you. He wants to overflow I think God had to study the Holy Spirit as a community because some of us are going you know no 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 I think when I get back to normal life then I'll allow the Holy Spirit to do something in and through my life. I want to tell you right now, God is not waiting for a pandemic to end for him to fill you with his spirit so you could do something great for his glory right now. I think God wanted us to just say, hey, 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 you do realize that ministry is not waiting. 
I didn't pause graduations and birthdays and first words from babies, and I am not pausing the out, outpouring and the expression of the Spirit of Jesus in your life. Can't buy it. Can't earn it. But everywhere you go this week, I want to go. Everything you do this week, give me a shot to help a captive get set free. Someone that's oppressed to receive the love of Jesus. Someone that's poor to hear the gospel. The Holy Spirit. I remember when I was a kid, someone said, describe the Holy Spirit so well. They said, you know what the Holy Spirit is like? The Holy Spirit is like when you turn on that hose and the first like minute and a half, two minutes of that hose is just nasty, icky water and it's just gross and lukewarm and you don't even want no part of it but you let that water run for a good three minutes and all of a sudden it's got down to that cold refreshing water the Holy Spirit is trying to bring some things to the surface today and bring some things to the forefront today to say listen listen there's refreshment in you I know you got to get some of that hatred and some of that bitterness and some of that disappointment and some of that brokenness out of you but I'm trying to bring the fresh stuff to the surface and I'm trying to do something in you and through you I declare right now freedom in the name of Jesus healing in the name of Jesus. I prophesy over dry bones. Come on, there's going to be breath right now. We're going to come to to, to resurrection power right now. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. We're receiving it right now. Holy Spirit, I pray right now.